How's it going out there? The Obsession Podcast back at you. Mike Stadler here. Carl Bethke with you. Got another question in here today. Uh, what are some of our trail cam strategies for our parcels of land? Well, Mike, you know, we like to use mock scrapes. Hang a vine, bro. We love to use mock scrapes and hang vines. That is correct. And that is a camera spot. Every one of our mock scrapes have two things. A camera and a tree stand. Yes. Shoot. You should be able to shoot that mock scrape. 100%. Never put an add-on in that you can't utilize with a tree stand. Yeah, mock scrapes can tell you a lot, too. Uh, especially with your cameras. You know, they're going to use them or they're not going to use them. They're using them. It's a great inventory for your property. Yeah. You know, obviously the deer you get sent there. It's a great place to have your cameras. Uh, add your scouting in there, obviously. I mean, you know, you're using your cameras for <laughs> intel. So wherever your camera is, you want to be able to shoot that location too. This time of year, starting in July, if you're just going to inventory animals, most people do it on food. Yeah. You know, and you can do it on mock scrapes too, because if you have active mock scrapes, they're active all year. But food is another way. So right now, coming here in July, Mike and I are going to put cameras out, and we're going to put them on food to basically inventory our does more than anything yeah. else. Because we don't want bucks on our property right now. Not right now, no. So that's so that's one of our strategies. You know, we don't put our cameras out till July. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Some people let them run all year. Great, you can let them run all year. But do you know that right now, nothing. It doesn't tell us anything what's on our property. No. You know, we don't know anything until we start running in July. There, July, August. We're going to start to really know what's coming in and out of here and staying here or at Carl's place. So, you know, and then a whole part of that too, you know, the two properties that we're talking about are, if we're talking about our own properties, the two properties that we have are small parcels and they're not big, you know, I mean, they're, they're not small, small, but they're not big. Right. And so each property only has a certain amount of carrying capacity. So we want to know how many animals we think we have on our property, what they are, whether they be bucks or does. Um, and we don't want too many of them because if we do that means our food plot program's wrong right so we want all of our deer activity to be strong during the hunting season and we lay our cameras out for that right. now we do transition some cameras throughout the year yeah if you have you know if you have dedicated water holes or stuff like that it's another place you can pop a camera and see you yeah. know what's going on there Obviously, if you think you're betting in certain areas, you can, you know, you can do that. But you just got to make sure that's a camera you can access. Yeah. Or you have a cell cam on it. Yeah. I'm not a huge advocate of putting trail cameras in betting areas. Yeah. No, I mean going in and out of betting areas. Oh. I think they're traveling to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to go in them. Yeah, I won't put a camera in a betting no. area. But, yeah, that transitions on yeah. a ways out. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good yeah. that's a good plan strategy for doing there too. Um, you know, and then there's there's doe bedding and buck bedding. You can kind of go back and forth with that. Me, for most of my stuff, I, I all my cameras are in main transition areas, and that's how I inventory my animals, yeah. keep track of them. You know, we followed those bucks. You know, how many different bucks was I following last year with the cameras, and, and you know. You could pretty much lay down, because I had bucks on the east side of my property that weren't on my west side, yep. and vice versa. Right. And then I had bucks that were at lower levels and never up on the upper level. And it's amazing, you know, this is a 72-acre property. So it's 
fairly good size, but it's not big. Yeah. But that's how the deer, they, they had their own territory. So they crisscrossed some. Yep. But I never had pictures of Shocker up on top. No, he was only on one end of the property. Yeah, he was only on the west side. Center at the most. And then Gigantus, he never, you know, they they would move differently. Gigantus was never up top. Yeah. So, and then, then we, Iron Maiden was up top. Yeah. Same thing with JJ here. Uh, he was on the west side of the property all the time. All the time. I had one picture of him ever on the east side of the property, and he was heading to the west side. Mm -hmm. so, he had made a loop or something. Yeah, he had checked it out. Obviously, he didn't like it. Right. So he stayed on one other property, you know, uh, landlord, fuck, yeah. I found it a couple years ago, west side of my property. So uh, trail cameras are great. Uh, I mean, if you don't, if you're not utilizing trail cameras, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I mean, trail camera, it gives you that active information. Uh, Mike's fortunate enough here, he can, well, I don't know if I want to say fortunate, cell cameras. They are a pain because you're just constantly watching them. But yeah, I can run cell cams here, and I do. I have a bunch of them I run. I think I have seven cell cams that I run. Yep. Um, they'll tell you everything. They do. You're constantly looking at them. <laughs> like, is that a buck? Is that a buck? Is that a buck? Yeah. Is that a big buck? I'm lucky enough I can't run them. I could probably run them at the top of the hill, yeah. but I'm not going to invest in a bunch of cell cams to uh, do yep. that. And the cutting back system uh, will not work that well. Yeah, it's expensive. Um, but it seems we've got another staff guy that uh, that has them, and he's not really happy with that yeah. camera setup. So, but yeah. you know, I'll run 72 acres. I think last year I ran 20, 20 some cameras. Yeah. Now there was cameras I put out at the beginning of the year, and I never checked until March when yeah. I pulled them out. But you know, sometimes cameras are placed just for that intel too. They'll yeah. say, "Oh, maybe I should be hunting up there. Let's see what we get." Yeah. I probably run 15 to 18 cameras. Um, another, if you want to go into the strategy part of it, make sure the cameras that you have to check, check them when you can access them. Right. You know, in or out of a stand, something like that. Don't just be constantly going in and out of your locations checking trail cameras because you're not going to help yourself there. Right. You know. Um, That's 100% like fact. So the benefit for me is some of the cell cams if I want to put them somewhere where I think I might want to go I can just plop that camera there and walk away mm -hmm. um, and I don't have to check it because it's coming to my phone so that's kind of a, a, a added benefit of those yeah uh, yeah know. you're not laying down a set trail going right. in and out and, you know like when I tell you I run that many cameras that's that's true but I don't yeah. constantly check my cameras we used to have a guy who worked with us and he would go in like every three days and check his cameras tell us about how many pictures then when it gets closer to the rut, he's like, well, I got any bucks. Well, dude. It's because you stink and you're in there all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly right, exactly right. <laughs> so we just check them, I check them when uh, we come out or Mike comes out from a hunt on my place and we'll chips. Yeah, chips. bag of chips. Bag of chips. Yeah, not the kind of eat. Nope. Kind of switch out, but That's yeah. That's a fact. You know, strategies though, you know, obviously we like to put them on scrapes, foods, food sources, uh, transition areas. Yep. Uh, know when to check them you know if you're going in to hunt and you're going by one do it or if you're going exiting a stand and you're going by one then change it mm -hmm. you know stay out of there as much as you can uh, they can help you a ton obviously uh, it's been a huge tool in any hunter in general's 
bag of tricks for the past several years. Yeah, there's there's people out there there's people out there that tell you you know cameras are cheating and da 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 well you know you still have to hunt that animal you can tell me you're cheating but it's it's on a main corridor I already know that yeah the only thing different is I know that a certain deer is using it and that's the deer I'm targeting right you know so I'm not a, a traditionalist I guess I would say about that you know cameras are. Cameras are a tool we can use. It's legal, and I'm going to use them. Yeah, me too. So I agree. I mean, that's pretty much our strategy for trail cameras. We put them out in July, and we pretty much run them all the way through. I ran some all the way through March of this yeah. past year, and then I pull them in, go over all my cameras, make sure keep them here nice and dry, whatever, and I'll put them back out here coming up next month. So because right now it's June 12th. Like it is cause. June 12. You realize June 21 is the equinox and days start getting shorter. You realize it's only three months from now. I know. That's correct. I'm talking about Get ready, guys, because that's my strategy. That's the way I'm talking about it. So, we'll probably end the podcast here. Hopefully, that answers the question about what we use trail cameras for. You know, every trail camera we have, unless we're checking out a new transition where we think we want to put a stand, actually can be shot from a tree stand. So, um, hopefully, like I said, that's the answer you're looking for. That's the way we do it anyway. So, we appreciate you guys listening to The Obsession. Uh, if you get a chance, subscribe to the channel right here at Rush Outdoors, Wisconsin. I appreciate all you guys' support over the years. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can check it out at rss.com under The Obsession. Spotify under the obsession, Google Podcasts under the obsession. We appreciate all you guys. If you get a chance, remember to uh, ask us any questions you might have. We'll answer the questions best we can, and hopefully, uh, help you make a better hunter. Click that like and subscribe. We appreciate it. Thank you.